welcome to VG Empire. I'm uh, your host, Brett Elston, and I'm here talking with Jake Kaufman. What's up, Brett? How's it going? It's going great. We actually just uh, were live at the DNA Lounge, actually, so it's kind of a break from format for the show. But uh, you were in town, and you were actually playing songs from not just your album FX4, but also uh, Mighty Switch Force. That is right, and my uh, my voice is a little bit shot right now because I was screaming my full head off. Yeah, you said you've been up for like 28 hours so far? Now it's like 30. Yeah. So you're going on 30 hours, but the song that brought us into the show was uh, Yummy from uh, Mighty Switch Force, which I think is my favorite my favorite track from the whole game. I don't know if that if you had any extra additives for uh, for that particular song. It, it's mine too. As oh, you yeah. can tell by the fact that I remixed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Honestly, I was hoping nobody else would do it. Okay. But I'm glad the person that did do it is Simus because it's absolutely ridiculously amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah, it's, it's well, they had great stuff to work with from the not beginning. The original, I mean, his his remix. Of course. It's one of my favorite remixes of anything ever. I'm nice. a little biased, but right, a little biased. You know. But uh, you actually did. Uh, your work started quite a while ago for for music and video games, and I, I remember listening to your stuff on Overclock Remix. But I don't know if you want to give just a quick, like, the, the one-minute tour of, like, how you got here and uh, this and what brought you to this point. The basic, really simple elevator speech is I was doing it for free until somebody agreed to pay me for it. Right. I was basically just a hobbyist doing, you know, fake game soundtracks and, you know, imaginary flights of fancy, you know, what if somebody hired me to score a real video game? And eventually someone did. Nice. Um, my friend Chris uh, introduced me to his friend Paul who had a a Game Boy Music player, uh, uh, an engine, a music engine that he had developed, and they needed composers uh, to write music to, to sell along with this engine. Right. And so they, they hooked me up with a couple of opportunities to bid, and just one thing led to another, and uh, actually one of Paul's former clients was way forward. Nice. So I became friendly with them independently, and next thing you know, I'm working for him. You're, now, you're, now you're like their on, in-house uh, music guy. Dude. Yeah, Paul... Paul Long since moved on to other things, but um, I managed to salvage some of our mutual contacts and become friends with them. So, so the, ne- the the first round of songs we'll go into is actually from Mighty Milky Way, uh, which is uh, is that the first of the Mighty Blank series or? Uh, it was actually uh, Mighty Flip Champs was the Flip first. Champs. It was sort of a passion project done in a few designers' spare time. Uh-huh. It wasn't like way forward through all the resources behind making this game. It was more like. Uh, just one of Matt Bozon's, uh, yeah, yeah, the creative yeah. director, his pet yeah. projects, and they kind of give him a little bit of leeway there, and they kind of just let him run wild and do some stuff, nice. as long as it's not too expensive or time-consuming. Of course. And that the magical stuff comes out of that. It's uh, the Shantae's and the yeah. uh, the Mighty series. That's that's the passion type of stuff that I really love to work on. Absolutely. So we'll do a few songs from uh, from Mighty uh, Mighty Milky Way, and we'll be right back.
Right, we're back talking with uh, Jake Kaufman, and uh, I remember when I was listening to uh, the Mighty Switch Force soundtrack, you actually started to, uh, I started to recognize, like, you had some recurring themes going throughout the Mighty series. I just wonder, like, uh, obviously it was intentional, but uh, if there was, uh, if that was your plan all along, like, when you got to the second game, you're like, I'm going to carry this out for the next, you know, foreseeable future, or if you were just like, you know, it'd be fun if I just remix versus creating new content, how you feel about that mix. I'm a pretentious little bitch, so I'm going to go ahead and name drop like Tchaikovsky and Stravinsky ah. and Wagner and all these guys who use motifs very strongly uh-huh. throughout their work. Right. I like I don't like rehashing myself. <laughs> Saves time. Yeah, it, it totally does save time. Well, well, really, no, it's just I like establishing a strong theme. <laughs> and uh, it, what really hit it home for me was when James Montana, one of the designers on, uh, on Switch Force, um, I'm sorry, on Milky Way. Wait, on Switch Force... Screw it. One of them. He came up to me and he said, man, the training, the uh, the tutorial, you know, the stage select theme is the same across all three. I love that. <laughs> I love that theme. And I'm like, I love that you love that theme. Nice. So I was super happy about that. So I wondered what your feelings were uh, on the whole, like, because on my show, even on the show when we talk about game music and even in the comments uh, and just on Twitter in general, uh, we'll have some discussion about let's say, chiptunes versus the Super NES sound versus FM synthesis from the Genesis. I wonder how you felt, where you feel in that kind of, like, the pros and cons of each of each approach. They're each distinct musical instruments with Absolutely. their own voice. And they each had sort of various teams, various teams within each major publisher, like Konami, yeah. um, had a crack team Absolutely. of Genesis people, yeah. you know. And, uh, you know, it, it's really hard to compare them. Uh, in terms of music because they're so different sounding exactly Super Nintendo sounds like Super Nintendo yeah that BRR compression and the, uh, the filtering on there right. it just has its own the tinny reverb and the Mega yeah. Man X stuff you know it's, it's just it's a uh, it's got a voice of its own absolutely um, so I pretty much love everything equally yeah. except for this the Commodore 64 I didn't really grow up with it oh yeah so I don't have a lot of nostalgia for it it sounds yeah. a little warbly for me it's a little warbly and I had the same boat I'm in the same boat I didn't grow up with it but there's some stuff that I hear from uh, Rob Hubbard from time to time that I'm like damn that is good that's like saying I'm not a math person Ex- but you gotta admire E equals MC squared right exactly Einstein kinda yeah. you know I'm kinda grabbing the low hanging fruit here like yeah. boy I sure like the best stuff that ever came out of it but there have also been a whole bunch of good hobbyist stuff mm-hmm. uh, hobbyist uh, tracks and releases <clears throat> particularly the Vibrance, which is a music group that releases stuff uh, okay. for the C64. Okay. Um, they are amazing, and they do stuff that I can actually listen to. They have a URL we could uh, check uh, out? I think or? it's Vibrance, V-I-B-R-A-N-T-S dot D-K. They're a cool. Danish group. Right. We'll take they a... have the, the likes of like Laxity and JCH and those guys. Okay. Um, and Jaron Tell, who did um, a whole bunch of Commodore uh, 64 and Nintendo okay. stuff. Okay. He's a legend, pretty much. Awesome. I've, yeah, I've, yeah, I've only dabbled in like that kind of stuff where I found like some of them crossed over in, into NES days, like post C64. So I'm just now kind of like getting into, oh, they did this before they went to the NES, or maybe simultaneously. Or, yeah, but it's weird to hear Tim Ballin's stuff. Yeah, exactly. On like the, the Commodore 64 after having heard his Nintendo stuff. Yeah. So for so long. Yeah, like he's one of those artists. So when you hear a song, you're like, that's a Tim Ballin song. In particular, it's his instrumentation. When I hear rock and roll racing, yeah. or clock, and I hear the Lock, way he's yeah. gotten the realism, out of, uh, the realism squeezed the hell out of yeah. every one of those little tiny samples. Absolutely, man. He makes it sound like it's playing a real instrument. Yeah. The guitar strums are realistic. The harmonica. 
Yeah, the Hanuk block in rock and roll racing, all the different like pick attacks that he sampled. Right. It's ridiculously cool. Absolutely. He's inspired me a lot to be more nice, uh, realistic in that. Sense. Yeah, I brought him up specifically on the show a lot. Like, it's just it is very inspiring work. He's, so. a, he's one of those guys that us working game composers respect. Is you know, absolutely one of the one of the greats. Yeah, for sure. So we'll go. Uh, we just did Mighty Milky Way, so we'll go into some flip champs real quick, and then we'll come right back.
Right, we're in the final block here talking to Jake Kaufman, Vert, and you just finished up your show here at the DNA Lounge. How, I mean, it seemed like it went amazing because the crowd was super into it. Uh, how did you feel about your performance up there? Heart palpitations. <laughs> I can't talk anymore. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a coughing fit tonight. Yeah, I'm sorry I'm putting you through this right after the show. No, it's good. It's because I'm going to go collapse afterwards. Abs- I, th- um, I, feel you just, I feel you have earned it at this I've point. I've been up for a long time. Yeah. And I drove up here at like 5 o'clock this morning. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, it was fun. Yeah. But it was totally worth it, and I do it again just to see all those smiling pretty faces Awesome. Yeah, I love this venue. It's had a lot of chiptune shows here, and it's a super cool place. Last time I came to GDC, well, the first time I came to GDC, I came and saw a show here as a as a as an observer, and now I'm playing. Yeah. The same venue, and it's like. What's the flip side like there? I'm never gonna take that for granted. That I, feeling of yeah. like, I was a fan once, and now I'm the performer. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm still a fan. Yeah. I still actually, you know, geek out over this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I'm missing Crash Faster right now. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, that shows how much I really wanted to talk to you. Yeah. No, I but. really appreciate it. Like you're the first like uh, composer to come on the show, so I really oh, appreciate really? it. That's yeah. Amazing. I'm just. It's super hard to get anyone to come out. You know, the, like the composers for a lot of games don't travel because, as much as I would love it, and I'm sure you would too, the, the game music scene from a professional like they don't send the composers out to promote the music usually yeah so and I wish they did because I would talk to like you can talk to Akira Yamaoka occasionally for Silent Hill uh have you played Minecraft Minecraft yeah yeah the yeah. composer's right out there in the audience what have you played Mass Effect 2 yeah the composer's right is out he there in the, well one of the composers Jimmy Henson who okay. did a bunch of the electronics right stuff. right right and uh he's, he's out there he came to see us god damn it us meeting me and my buddies okay who are playing later nice um, basically, we're a pretty tight knit group, us composer guys. It, I feel GDC like it, is like our big. I part. feel like it would be, yeah. You know, um, Mag West. Mag, Mag I see. I get, I've been trying to get to Magfest for like four years, totally and have never been able to do it. You missed Matsu last week. I know, I know. But it's like it's it's always just that weird time that first week because like I have to go back to work and work is the West Coast. So like, yeah. but I live in the Midwest. So like, I, I just left the general area. So like going back and then going back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You must get airplane sick a lot. I <laughs> I feel like it's strengthening my immune system at this it point. It does. You know? Do you know uh, Dale North, the guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He says he, he has like this superhuman immune system now because he's traveling <laughs> every day of the, of the year. I believe it. Man. Yeah. You just eventually your body's like I can take anything. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so we'll close out the show with some uh, with Mighty Switch Force, uh, which is the most recent. It just arrived on 3DS in December, and uh, it's a freaking amazing game like it's one it's just super fun but then the music really seals the deal so i didn't know like your specific approach for it or uh just how much fun you had on that project as soon as i played the game for the first time the entire soundtrack jumped into my head nice i heard this like freaking amazing medley of like capsule and daft punk and, yeah like all these crazy influences and it just like I don't want to be that pretentious but it really did speak to me it was like good this is crazy provocative so. nice well I I super appreciate it and I appreciate you coming on uh, but we'll we'll wrap it up here it looks like somebody wants to kick me out but uh, thanks for coming on uh, enjoy the rest of the show obviously I don't want to take any more of your time but uh, absolutely great stuff and your website actually to download uh, uh, FX4 and your other albums I have two websites one is uh, for soundtrack releases and that's vert.bandcamp.com okay and the other one is my personal website where it's a blog and I have uh-huh. a whole bunch of older music there uh-huh. and that's uh, biglionmusic.com awesome and everything everywhere is free unless you choose to pay for it choose to pay for it so yeah. pay him well 
I want you to have it for free unless you really feel that it's worth something. Right. So I feel it is worth it. I will I will go on the line and say it's I worth it. I appreciate that more than I can tell you. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on and we'll close out with Mighty Switch Force. Word. Enjoy guys. Thanks.
Thank you.